This episode is brought to you in part by Wholehearted Love, a new book by Caleb and Stephanie Rouse. Overcome the barriers that hold you back in your relationships with God and with others and delight in feeling safe, seen, and loved with Wholehearted Love. For more information, go to Tyndale.com. Welcome back to the Build a Better Us podcast. The president of Build a Better Us, B.J. Thompson, and licensed therapist, John J.P. Parker, are about to discuss spiritual, relational, and personal development from a refreshing perspective. Be sure to stay tuned to the end to find out how you can become a part of the BBU Nation. But for now, we hope you enjoyed this conversation with BJ and JP. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Build a Better Us podcast. I am John Parker. I am the man. Yeah. Next to the man. You <laughs> know, man. I might, in, in times past, I might have said, I'm just some guy. But right now, I'm that man. And I am with the man, uh, the man, the myth, the legend, BJ Thompson. He is the owner, creator, co founder, founder. Is it co founder? Did your co-founder. wife get some credit? Okay. Nah, yeah, yeah, co founder. I'm just making sure you throw that out there, right? Yeah. Let her know you are the co founder because yeah. she was part of that thing. Yeah. Of Build a Better Us, man. How you doing, sir? Man, good. Glad to be with you today. I mean, it's always a pleasure, bro. Yeah. You know, in the presence of greatness, it just makes me better. Yeah. Same. You know what I mean? Same. I'm, I'm with that, man. Yeah. Greatness recognize greatness. That's yeah. it, man. Real recognize real. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. Well, today we have a very wonderful topic. Very interesting, very controversial, depending on what angle you come from. Yeah. But it's about engaging ignorance. Yeah, that's interesting. Engaging ignorance is a... What do you say engaging ignorance is? So I think people would think, oh, like, how do you argue well? Or how do you fight with people? Or how do you, you know what I'm saying, outwit somebody when you're protesting? But engaging ignorance is really understanding your personal inability or lack of maturity when it comes to emotions Mm. and then having to deal with that in somebody else Mm. in the midst of a conversation, whether it's on Twitter, Mm. Facebook, in person, on the the riot lines, wherever it may be. Mm. Uh, We live in a culture now where... Most arguments are happening on the internet, yeah, yeah, right? In the comment section, right? Mm-hmm. Pre-game, I, I showed BJ a picture of a text that I got on the PlayStation Network. It was horrible. I mean, you know, <laughs> the guy's mad that he took an L, bro. And so he took a lot of time to tell me how he feels about my gameplay, all the while his ELO drops. If you're a gamer, you know what ELO is. ELO is basically your your status as a gamer on a certain game. That's why he sent you the message. Right, right. I dropped his ELO, and he's upset, man. He's not as, as good he as beat he his record. Right, right. <laughs> So it's a lot of stuff happening in our current climate when it comes to politics, race, religion, culture, ethnicity. It's just a lot of stuff happening. And there's a lot of ways that people are engaging people publicly. Um, And maybe it might be a DM. Maybe that's considered privately. I don't know. Privately in my world, as old as I am, used to be like in a real conversation with somebody. You know what I'm saying? That's a private discourse. Now a DM is considered private discourse, right? And we're just trying to really, 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 really help you guys understand that emotional maturity Emotional stability has to be something that's present for you in this global society that we live in. Yeah. I don't think people realize that we've shifted into a global society. Mm. When I think about men engaging ignorance, Mm -hmm. you know, man, the the internet's full of that, man. I I remember back in the day, it used to be the YouTube comments. Right, right. Right? Right. Like, if you want to go to the darkest place (laughs) of the human soul, right? go into the YouTube comments and just read what people Mm -hmm. say, and it's just like... 
I can't believe you like said this. Right, like, right, yeah. you know, people have arguments down in the yeah. bottom of yeah. the YouTube comments. Yeah. It's like it's like the worst thing. It's like the pit. <laughs> it's the pit, bro. Yeah, it's the pit, man. <laughs> if you like arguing in YouTube comments, you yeah. really are in the pit yeah. right now. Yeah. And you know, for a long time, man, people would even stray from that and not even look into YouTube comments. Mm-hmm. But then now, man, with so much access to social media from yeah. Instagram right. to Snapchat to Twitter to mm-hmm. Facebook. Man, you see people dialoguing in ways that, you know, for a long time was really like jousting. It's yeah. like, bro, you could go back and forth, man. Yeah. I, you know, person, well, I'll, you know, telling myself, yeah. I can think of times where, you know, I shared a post with somebody yeah. um, or share with, with the my audience yeah. and somebody said something off, mm-hmm. you know, that we didn't agree with. Yeah. And literally back and forth, commenting all day. Mm-hmm. Based off of that, refreshing, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like yeah. thinking about what was said, like, yeah. ooh, that was that was ignorant, or mm-hmm. ooh, I, you know, I'm kind of thinking about that. Yeah. And bro, like, you spend a whole day commenting with a stranger you never met. Come on, never, and we'll never meet, and we'll never meet. Right, right. right. Unless you put your address in there and say catch this fade, yeah. right? <laughs> and they show up, then you got you got to deal with things, but. <laughs> But yeah, like you look back on it and yeah. I look back on it, man, and I just feel silly. Like yeah. I feel ridiculous yeah. because I spent the entire day yeah. of my time like being angry, being yeah. frustrated with a person I had never met before yeah. and trying to argue a point. So I feel like social media has put in the forefront YouTube comments in a way that we yeah. could have never anticipated. Ever, ever. Yeah. 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 What yeah. you think? But I'm that dude. So, you know, being the psychologist that's in me, right? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the therapist that's in me. Yeah. Come holler at me, C. John Roy, John Anderson yeah. Parker. C. You know, John, that's right. Right, right. Come holler C. at John me. C. John Roy. Right, yeah. right, right. So the thing is that I've always gone to the comment section, whether it's a Atlanta Journal Constitution article, serious? bro. Like, because I that's where I thrive, bro. Like, the bottom feeders, like people's muck and people's disgusting and people's ugliness. God bless like, you. That's the stuff that I read to be like, <laughs> yo, to remind me, like, don't get caught slipping, bro. These people ain't your friends. Yeah. These people behind these keyboards don't love you. They don't love you. The minute, the minute they get a chance to they trash you, me. right, and have their comic be up to, to the top and get some replies, they're going to do what they do to trash you, mm. right? And it also gives me perspective on things like when the Mike Browns were happening, when the Trayvon Martins were happening. If you go to the comment section, you really see people's like what they really, how they really feel. Now, that's shocking, right? I will say that. I think that that's probably the most shocking thing is like, you know, you kind of suspect mm-hmm. that people feel a certain way. Mm-hmm. It's another thing when you read either 50, 60, 70 comments. Yeah. They're like, yeah. they tell you right. exactly what we feel. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Do you think that that's how people actually feel? Or do you feel like that's what people feel like they have the space to communicate? I think it's the format, right? So I think it's space to communicate when you can, when it's really anonymous, like when you're commenting on a news article or a New York Times article or something like that. But let's take it to the Facebooks, right? Yeah. I've had to unfollow and unfriend a lot of people based on the dumb stuff that they say. I censor myself. Please use the unfollow button right? on Facebook. It'll right? bless your life. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Right? And it's yeah. just like, these are people I went to high school with. These are people I grew up with. These are people that I know personally. I'm like, bro, like, oh... Oh, all this time I didn't know. <laughs> oh, okay, you're a stranger here. Right, right, right. Thank you. Oh, you're an enemy in the camp, right? Come on, right. Yeah. Thank you for telling me, right? And so then it's it, part of it is it takes away. Like I think Facebook is a medium that takes away 
the shock and all value that people like to throw out there. Yeah. Just to, you know, say crazy stuff just because they like to kick the hornet's nest. I didn't know all my friends were racist. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't know, right? And and it's just one of those things where it's like, oh, okay. Like, I had an argument with a guy. Man, what was it about? It was about the NFL and when I think when Ray Rice uh, knocked his girlfriend out, oh, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So then I was like, yo, it's about to be a witch hunt. And what I meant by witch hunt is like now the NFL has to save face and they're going to make sure they do whatever they do to prosecute every single issue, mm. every single mention, every single whatever of some domestic abuse, right? And, then, you know, a, a friend of mine, I won't mention his ethnicity, you know, back from California, just tried to debate with me. And I'm like, bro, at the end of the day, the stuff that you're saying is ignorant and it comes from a place of you not knowing what you're talking about. Huh. You just want to make this about there's no way that these privileged, elite, rich, white people have nothing better to do. They're rich. Right. Then they come after these black NFL players. But I'm like, bro, that's absolutely what they have to do because they're trying to secure their money, right? You got to secure the bag. Right? So you got to go and make sure you seek and destroy and take down anything that's going to keep you from getting your money. So anyway, that was just a sidebar just to say that, hey, this conversation that I had with this guy was like, oh, I don't have the energy. I don't have the time. I don't have the wherewithal to continue to try to convince you that what you're saying is one stupid is ignorant, it has no basis, and you're just speaking, you're just shooting from the hip with emotions. Yeah. Right? With yeah. stuff that really, this is how you really feel on a daily basis. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't think we need to have, I don't have the energy for you. Yeah. Like, and I'm going to hit them. I've been riled up before. I can't, yeah. you know, if I'm honest, I've been, yeah. you know, I've been riled. I've had my day ruined with a Facebook comment. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had my day ruined with, you know, back and forth. Yeah. And, you know, I really started feeling and I couldn't believe somebody replied like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just kept thinking, man, how should I reply to this thing? <laughs> all day long, right? Because <laughs> all, all day, day long. All day long. Yeah. So when I hit that refresh button yeah. and I realized that somebody, like, rebuttaled and responded back yeah. and forth, something inside of me felt animated and excited to, like, engage in that. And And honestly, man, I remember... There's been times where, man, like literally my day's been ruined. Mm-hmm. You know, my day's so fixated on this conversation and this disagreement that I'm having mm-hmm. online. Mm-hmm. Man, I can't really properly tend to my kids. Right. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on. You know, I can't really love my wife Come in these on. moments. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I had a friend share with me one day. He said, you know, he said, BJ, social media just one day fell out of the sky, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I think part of the dilemma for us is like, this new culture of globalization, it came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. You know, I grew up playing Nintendo, mm-hmm. Atari. We didn't have gamer rooms. Right. That came later on. Right, 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 right. Right? So you couldn't connect with people that if they didn't live in your neighborhood, mm-hmm. they didn't go to your schools, yeah. and they weren't within your ecosystem, mm-hmm. you couldn't do it. And so... Mm-hmm. I think part of the, the concern for me is like, I feel like we've collided in ways mm-hmm. of different worlds and people, different backgrounds. And now it's of different like vantage points. Mm-hmm. And now social media has unearthed like, yo, we are really emotionally unstable. Yeah, for real. Like for real, for real unstable. For real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To the point to where people are like blocking people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I block people all the time. Why but not? Right yeah, yeah, yeah. I but it means people. something. When you block something, yeah, when you yeah. block someone. But you got to tell them. Right. <laughs> unfollowing you now. Right, 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 like, right, right. I think that it came upon us mm-hmm. almost 2009, 2010-ish. Yeah, yeah. And we didn't anticipate where it would go. And so, honestly, man, I, again, the shock and awe, the... Crazy things people say, the memes that people share, for me have created like initially like man, I'm 
I'm frustrated. Who is this person? Who is there? Mm-hmm. You know, what you say, like, who, what's your gamer tag? Right, 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 right. Like, right. what's your name? Yeah. Like, I want to see who I, you are. I want to see on. the things you've said. Yeah. And I think it's just unearthed this, almost as if this untapped reservoir of emotional immaturity mm-hmm. that's bleeding out over socials yeah. that people are normalizing. Yeah. So. Yeah. So it's it's funny. So and I'll, I'll, I'll switch gears in a second. But just one thing, like thinking through how I realized how emotionally unstable and immature I was. So we have a mutual friend. You yeah, know what I'm we saying? got mutual friends. Right, right, yeah. right. So I told him, I said, "Hey, man, I'm going to write a coffee table book, and it's going to be called At Lecrae, and it's literally going to be all the sideways comments that people come at you and say. You're dumb. Because it be it's it's so fueled with like stupidity. It is ignorance, like. Inflammatory comments, lack of real like like depth uh, relationship with dude, and you just say stuff. And I think he put a post a couple of days ago like, "Hey kids, be careful when you <laughs> meet someone and like the things that you say, right? Yeah. Because these are adults, and you might run up on them in, in in real life. Yeah. And when you run up on this six four six five dude, he's six five, right? And you ran your mouth and said what you have to say, and it's like, five. oh, ain't you the one? He may not do it, but a Von Miller might. Yeah. Right? Somebody else might, right? What, what was my man's name? What was what happened with the Indiana Pacers? What was my name Steven and what? What was his name? Uh Jackson. When he jumped in that crowd. <laughs> yeah, bro. The rumble in the garden. What was it called? The the melee and the, the, the whatever it was, man. Like, bro, like, like, oh bro. My God. Detroit Pistons versus the Indiana yeah, yeah, Pacers. Yeah. <laughs> right? And cats caught fades, bro. Like you can't just throw a beer on a dude <laughs> because you're a fan. Hold on, hold on. You got to explain the situation. <laughs> so, for those of you who don't know, the Detroit Pistons mm-hmm. were playing the Indiana Pacers. Yeah. And it started getting a little rough. Yeah. They started going back and forth. Yeah. It was like 2000 and what? Something, man. It had to be like, oh, four, five, three. I caught the tail in this game. Like that, yeah. And Six, seven, the eight, fans eight. started mm-hmm. getting into it. Mm-hmm. And one of the fans from the, the bleachers... Yeah. Through either popcorn, I think it was beer, bro. beer. Because I think Ron Artest was laying on the scoreboard. I think it was Ron Artest, right? Was laying on the scoreboard, and these fools threw a beer on the dude. It bro. was Ron Artest. <laughs> Excuse me, Meta World Peace. It was Ron Artest, <laughs> and he's laying on his scoreboard, yeah. and all of a sudden, splash, splash, bro. His beer comes. His <laughs> beer on Ron Artest. He's laying. He gets up. Yeah. And then Steven Jackson yeah. beelines <laughs> to the crowd. Yeah. And, and I'm telling you, man, I, yeah. I still get like, my heart still sinks when yeah. I think about this punch. Yeah. Yeah. That he threw. A duke and- He throws Bruh. this punch. Like, he goes back to the equator. To the ancestors, bro. He's going calling <laughs> on the powers of the ancestors. Shaka be with me. <laughs> and he knocks this dude Oof. under the bleachers. Right, right. And it's like, it's almost shocking. Yeah. And I think that's what social media is. Yeah, yeah. Is that you think yep. sometimes you can make comments with impunity. Right. This guy believed yeah. that he could throw beer mm-hmm. on this guy with impunity. Yeah. And when he saw him, when his teammates saw him. Yeah. Like, he literally knocked him under the bleachers, <laughs> right? And so, yeah. I think that we created a culture that says that I can make comments, mm-hmm. I can be disrespectful, yeah. I can be even, like, threatening to yeah. people yeah. with impunity. Yeah. And so, I would say part of the toxicity of this globalization 
is the belief that you can do anything yeah. without consequence. Yeah. That it doesn't really have real world consequences. Yep. And it doesn't merit anything. And and what they found out that day, you know, with that game, yeah. when I say that brother went back to the equator. Yes, sir. And like you go back and see it, like he slides Shoo. he Bow. slides the stranger yeah. Yeah. under the leeches. Night night. Yeah. Night night. Yeah. 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 I think that we don't believe that our words have merit. And so mm-hmm. yeah, man, how would you describe the bubble of belief systems around this? Mm-hmm. And what it is that we, how do we even interpret that? Because again, it feels like mm-hmm. we are engaging all the time mm-hmm. and we necessarily don't see the weight mm-hmm. of our words. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, what would you say? That was a perfect analogy, right? So when I was seeing all these at Lecrae's, at show, at all the people that we know, right? And I'm like, yo, these people aren't going to defend themselves because I got better things to do. You know what? I don't have anything better to do right now than to come yeah. at somebody that's coming at my homeboys crazy, right? Yeah. And so for me, I realized, okay, my emotional immaturity was getting the best of me because, hey, why am I engaging with these fools? My mom always told me, you can't argue with fools. Don't talk to a fool. Don't, Don't argue you know, with a fool. You can't argue with a fool, bro. What are you doing? Always listen to mama. Come on, man. She'll tell you right. You know <laughs> Always what I'm listen to mama. For it's, the most part. For the most part, right? And then <laughs> the I, part. for the most part, go fight him again. <laughs> you lost, fight him again. Mama, I can't. I, he, he got me. My can, back hurts. I, I can't, I can't, I can't <laughs> fight him again, mama. So yeah. for the most part, so it was like, I realized like, yo, at some point when I was like, several comments, several different days. Yeah. All of these issues and like you realizing my blood, my blood pressure's up. I said, man, <laughs> what am I doing? Because it'll get to the point where it's like, yo, here's my address. Like now I'm falling victim to sending the address. Like come see me, bro. You know what I'm saying? Come see me. And it's like, because my, my my issue with mostly is like like you saying, people can make assumptions about stuff yeah. and not know. And when you get to talk about people's character yeah. and when you get to talk about people personally that you do not know and have no frame of reference for and making assumptions about stuff, that's the stuff that bothers me. Because yeah. it's one thing to say, I can say this based on what I've seen you do how I know you in person, what I've interacted and this is what I've got from you. Yeah. And it's another thing to listen to somebody's interview or listen to an album or read a review and then decide that you, you're you going to base your decisions about who they are and what they're about yeah. on some some per- periphery information, right? Yeah. So then I realized, you know what? Okay, all right, all right. I got to step back because I'm giving this way too much energy, way too much time, and these people ain't going to run up. So yeah. I ain't even going to be able to discharge yeah. this aggression with these fists. From right? the equator. Right. I ain't going to be able to bring it from the equator, from right? From the equator. You're and Steven Jackson got lawyers. I ain't got no lawyers. So I'm going to just go to jail, and I ain't got time <laughs> for that, right? I got a family to raise, right? So, But, but part of it, the, the sobering reality was like, yo- these people are miserable. Yeah. Right? These people have nothing better to do than to be these Facebook, Twitter, thugs, internet gangsters that think they're hiding behind this, this 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 keyboard that nobody can catch it. When I say, and why engage in that, right? Yeah. So the issue becomes, all right, when it's not necessarily somebody bashing, somebody coming sideways, somebody trying to defame somebody's character, when people are in their minds legitimately retweeting and quoting facts, retweeting fake news reposting fake news, have no idea of real facts and what's really going on. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, Kaepernick taking a knee. It has nothing to do with troops. It has nothing to do with the American flag directly. It has nothing to do with dead soldiers and fallen soldiers in Iraq and Iran and Vietnam and World War One and World War Two. Yeah. It has specifically to do with police brutality and him mm. saying that there are people in this country that aren't treated equally and fairly, right? Mm. So once you realize, once I realize that, hey, social psychology teaches us a couple things. Hmm. Social psychology is a field that studies social interactions, society as a whole, and the, and how people come to view things and make their minds up about things and think through things, right? Social psychology teaches that, hey, when someone 
has a belief system that they've adopted, usually coming from their family of origin, probably coming from media, television, movies, music, whatever they see, they're going to formulate their, their mind around that. And when you present them with facts, not alternative facts, not fake news. Yeah, not the fake news. Real facts. Real facts. They're going to dig even deeper into what they already believed before your conversation started. See, that's challenging because you don't realize oftentimes that people are digging into their ignorance. Yeah. Because they believe so strongly in their ignorance Mm -hmm. as truth. Mm -hmm. And they don't know that it's ignorance until they come to the place of truth. How do you help a person or how do you engage a person in ignorance? Yeah. When you start presenting the facts, I think you're making a strong argument about when facts mm-hmm. meet perceptional yeah. reality, how do you even begin to engage people in, in that type of stuff? Man. And keep your sanity. Right, right, right. To be honest, And not go bro. back to the equator yeah, and, and go back to jail because you ain't got no lawyers. <laughs> I got no lawyers, bro. I ain't got no lawyers. Bro, bro that dude got lawyers and got lawyers. He I does have lawyers and lawyers. Yeah, I got none. Yeah. So <laughs> the idea is on, on, again, social psychology teaches you that you're wasting your time huh. trying to give people facts. Mm. Because what happens is there are a couple elements that need to take place before a factual conversation can happen. One of them is relationship. If I don't have a relationship with you, there is no reason for you to believe anything that I'm saying. Wow. If I have no social capital with you, there's no reason for you to believe anything that I'm saying. Right? If I don't know you as a trustworthy source of information, there is no reason that I should believe anything you're saying. If you tell me that, hey, I'm out here getting stopped and frisked. I'm getting choked to death over loose cigarettes. Mm. I'm getting shot and I'm unarmed. But your president says, hey, the police need to be rougher. Oh, wow. They not rough enough. Stop and frisk is something that they need to do more often. You as a regular consumer are going to be like, yo, the president is clearly right. Wow. And he clearly knows what he's talking about. And I already believe that there needs to be more stop and frisk. So I, my thoughts are confirmed. My truth is confirmed. Wow. If I'm trying to present you with the fact like, hey, man. I personally have been stopped in Fritz for no apparent reason. I personally have had my keys thrown in a body of water at night because the police had nothing else to do with their days. I personally have had all these experiences. But yeah, but you don't matter because I don't know you. Mm. That's what's happening on Facebook. That's what's happening on Twitter. These people don't care about your experiences because they don't know you. They have no personal equity in their relationship with you. All they want to do is rebut and rebuttal and argue their facts that are facts to them, yeah. regardless of what the truth is. Yeah. So on a one level, if you can't sit down and be this close like I am to you yeah. and have a conversation with somebody, take them out to lunch, explain things, explore life, live life together, you're wasting your time. Yeah. That's such an amazing point about social capital and relationship. But I would also present proximity. Yeah, you know, for sure. Most of us marvel or even we celebrate the fact that we didn't grow up around people of different thought and different mm-hmm. backgrounds. And I think that's something that we need to be very mm-hmm. mindful of mm-hmm. is, you know, most people grew up in an all white background, mm-hmm. all, and you say it all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm just a white girl. I'm just a white guy. Mm-hmm. And it's a way of like neutralizing this idea of like, I am just almost as if that doesn't have any connotations yeah. Almost as if that doesn't come with any culture, mm-hmm. almost as if it doesn't come with any bias, mm-hmm. and almost as if it doesn't come with any baggage. Mm-hmm. Same thing, you know, with people who come from a certain other part. I come from a rural, urban, mm-hmm. suburban community. And I think one thing that's important is realizing that every environment has shaped you yeah. with a perspective. Yeah. And that that perspective, though it may have things about it that are true and that are right, it also has limitations, mm-hmm. right? And so 
one of the things that I realize about this globalization that's happening is that it should prompt humility, mm-hmm. right? But too oftentimes we don't celebrate humility. We don't celebrate the fact that, mm-hmm. man, I only have limited perspective on life. I have limited perspective on history. I have limited perspective on these things because oftentimes our, and I'll use this word and, and I'll explain a little bit, our self-righteousness mm-hmm. assumes that we're already there, mm-hmm. That, you know, I, I'm just coming into contact to help put you on and yeah, 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 help yeah, to become, yeah, yeah. help is, you like. Right, 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 this is for you. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is not for me. This is for you. And I think what it does for us as we move closer to globalization mm-hmm. is that it creates more tribes. Mm-hmm. People now, they're just looking for their tribe. Mm-hmm. They're saying, you know, what tribe are you in? Are you in the woke tribe? Yeah. Are you in the conservative political tribe? Are you in the activist tribe? Are you in the academic tribe? Yeah. Are you in the, you know, kind of the the loose lifestyle tribe? Right. Like what tribe yeah. are you in? Insecure HBO.com. Yeah, 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 yeah. Insecure. <laughs> yeah. But I just think like, I think what it does is that it deprives us of the ability to be able to meaningfully learn from one another mm-hmm. the important lessons that will contribute to our lives. Mm-hmm. Right. And so when I lack humility, it's not just that I lack humility in terms of I don't want to listen to anything. It's just that I actually miss out on things that could add in a more meaningful way Mm -hmm. because it's already set in my mind that what I have is sufficient, right? And so, yeah. So what I would say is engaging ignorance doesn't start with me just engaging the ignorant while presenting facts. I would say it starts with recognizing that maybe I'm ignorant. Absolutely. First step is always you, bro. Yeah. It's always you. But I'm saying, but that's hard to admit because admitting that I'm ignorant means that I'm vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And I just don't think people enjoy, we don't enjoy vulnerability. Vulnerability Mm -hmm. brings about weakness, brings about dependency Mm -hmm. in ways that we often don't. It's a fault in being human, right? In Mm -hmm. a sense that we don't teach our children to be humble. We don't mm. teach our children to learn. We Give me some teach- examples. What's some examples of some people or some things you've seen? So let me do this. When 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 have you ever heard somebody say, sit down, shut up, and listen? <laughs> Kendrick Lamar. Right? Be humble, right? Be humble. Right? But it comes from after he's realizing, oh, shoot. I've been around. I've seen this. I've seen that. And I didn't know ish, right? Doesn't that what his song say? That's good. Right? I didn't know. Good perspective. I didn't know. Thought I knew, but I didn't know, right? The only time you hear that is when you hear like old people that be like, hey, boy, you tripping. Mm. You're doing too much. Mm. But if you look at that like contemporaries, people that are your age, whatever age you're in, right? Whatever bracket you find yourself in. If you're listening to the people that are like you, most of them are saying, yeah, you're right. Hyping you up. Yes, man, or whatever the case may be. So to answer your question, I think the idea is that, all right, as a culture in America, I've been other places, but I'll just stick to America. There is an assumed knowledge of whatever the topic is. Yeah. Right? There's an assumed knowledge. Expertise. Expertise, right? <laughs> Not just knowledge. Expertise. Expertise. <laughs> Expertise in whatever Expertise. the subject matter is. Very rarely do you find someone that says, hey, man, let me sit back mm. and hear what you have to say because I'm trying to learn from you. No, it's let me rebut what you're saying with some le- clever comment or some facts or some alternative facts that I've come across in my lifetime. Let me add to this, man. I find that when people have to wrestle through new information from sources that are unfamiliar, mm-hmm. 
I found that, that people in places of cultural influence like to play what they call devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I remember telling the guy one day, it was pertaining to the life of some unarmed person of color yeah, yeah, yeah. being killed yeah, yeah. and them not receiving justice mm-hmm. in that trial. Yeah. And this person, random person, mm-hmm. comments and say, well, I just want to play devil's advocate, right? So listen, so then as I'm sitting and I'm thinking about this, mm-hmm. this thing and I go, I type back, this isn't time for you to play devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. A real person died, mm-hmm. right? Devil. Yeah, yeah, like devil, <laughs> right, right? Right, right, hey, devil. And I think there's something mm-hmm. about us that wants to feel like we have to have a rebuttal mm-hmm. instead of embracing what it is that we're hearing. And, and part of that is this, man. We lack the categories that allow us to be two things. A listener and somebody who empathizes, mm-hmm. right? So I would say we feel like we do not necessarily have to empathize mm-hmm. unless it's people who look just like us, yeah. right? So it's like if they share the same skin, the same economic background, mm-hmm. and same geographical kind of location, mm-hmm. yeah, I can empathize because mm-hmm. that's me, right? But if you begin to empathize on a more mature level... Now, it forces you to put yourself in the place of people. I said something a few weeks ago in um, another interview. I said, imagine if you are a victim of injustice and it's from the police themselves. Mm -hmm. And I said, and you are a husband, a father, you lose your life. I said, who do you call when you can't call the police? I said, who do you call? Batman ain't coming. Superman ain't coming. Ghostbusters ain't coming. Yeah, nobody's coming. Yeah, yeah. And I said, until we're able to fully empathize, we won't be able to maturely become human beings, right? And so what I would say is empathy is probably the catalyst, right? Me being Mm -hmm. able to put myself in another person's Mm -hmm. place, Mm -hmm. feel what they're feeling, think what they're thinking. For us to be able to have the emotional maturity mm-hmm. as we engage, sometimes ignorance or maybe not necessarily always ignorance, a varied perspective mm-hmm. from our own and our yeah. experiences. Yeah. Yeah. What you think? Yeah, I think that you're absolutely right because that's why we do this together because I yeah. agree with things you say. Like we that's haven't it. disagreed yet. Hopefully we will one day. We will. Right? But I think one of the things is that People don't want to, one, be wrong. Yep. People don't want to empathize. Mm. People, again, going back to the assume, I, hey, you know what would help you black people from getting shot by the police? What? Listening and obeying their commands. <laughs> if you just do what they you say, if you just do what they say, you won't get shot. Wrong. Wrong. We've seen over and over again. Wrong. When you do the right thing, you still get shot, right? Yeah. So it's not a matter of you having information and you telling these people how to how to do better. It's about you sitting down and you listening. The, again, if we're talking about you first, if you're engaging ignorance, first Good. recognizing that you don't know everything, Good. you need to sit down and listen. Good. There's a great text that says, be quick to what? Listen. Slow to speak. Yeah. Slow to anger. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So if you're listening, you're yeah. not talking you're not talking, you're not getting angry, and that anger and that talking doesn't prevent you from hearing what's being said. Yeah. Right? So you're saying absolute truth. Empathy is a key to engaging ignorance. But if you can't first sit down, be humble, listen and understand, and not wait for a response to what's being said, I just want you to stop talking so I can throw my two Good. cents in. Good. 
you're not going to be able to engage anything, let alone ignorance in a successful way. People don't want to learn. They want to talk. Mm. If you're listening to us, if you want to engage people and you want to be successful in engaging people, one, be in proximity. Mm. Two, have a personal relationship, right? Mm. Three, have some social equity. Mm-hmm. And four, stop wasting your breath. Stop casting your pearls before a swine. That's good. Because you're, you're, you, all you're going to do is burn yourself out from the opportunity of having a real conversation with somebody. Good. Because you're going to get to the point like, you know what? I can't do this no more. Good. I think part of the reason as we wrap up is that we oftentimes don't feel heard mm-hmm. or we don't know how to hear other people. Mm-hmm. There's a saying... A bull in a china shop. Yeah. That's why we get online yeah. and mm-hmm. we bleed out, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. We, you know, we talk about situations, sensitive situations with friends, family members, yeah, yeah, yeah. spouses. Yeah. It's because we really are emotionally immature. And so I would just say as we wrap up, just a couple of things that we can do to begin to engage mm-hmm. ignorance and well. Um, one have empathy. Mm-hmm. Be able to put yourself in the in the other person's shoes, mm-hmm. right? Don't be so quick to say what you wouldn't do. Right. I think that's the antithesis of what you would like to do, right? <laughs> right, like, right, right. like, be able to slow down enough to say, what does this other person feel? Mm-hmm. If I was in a situation, mm-hmm. how would I feel? And what would I do? And what would I want to react with? Mm-hmm. Too, and you've said this already, be a learner. Mm-hmm. You know, we're so quick to believe that our upbringing, background, experiences, and perspectives are the totality. Mm-hmm. You are one person out of seven billion people Come on the planet. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think it's it's humility that allows you to do that, right? Mm-hmm. So be a listener and a learner. Mm-hmm. Um other thing again and I'm saying it now is be a listener. Mm-hmm. And I would say listen through the pain. Listen mm-hmm. through the the things that a person is saying. You know, they call um empathetic listening. Mm-hmm. It's like your ability to yeah. hear somebody speak, mm-hmm. but not just interpret the words. Pull out the emotion yeah. and the motive mm-hmm. and the desire that people are trying to convey. Mm-hmm. What else would you say are some practical things our listeners can do in order to become, to better engage what we perceive as ignorance? One, I think what you're saying, the empathetic listening, right? When we, when I'm talking to couples, when I'm talking to families, when I'm talking to people that are having a hard time communicating, what you have to do intentionally and what you have to be practice so that you can hear what people are saying is saying, hey, you spoke this is what I hear you saying. Am I correct? Mm. That gives the person the opportunity to say yes. What you repeated back to me is absolutely what I'm trying mm. to convey. Or they can say no. What you are saying is completely off, mm. and that has that is not what I'm saying. Repeat that because I people have never heard that before. Yeah. I, I do it all the time, but I want to hear. Repeat it again. Yeah. So if you if you say hey if if this is what you say hey John, I don't like it when you leave dirty dishes in the sink, mm-hmm. right? And I say hey. BJ, what I heard you say is you get mad and frustrated when I don't clean my room. Good. Then you could say, hey, no, what I'm talking about is dishes in the sink. They're dirty and it frustrates me. That's then good. I can say, hey, okay, BJ, what I think I hear you saying is you don't like me to leave dirty dishes in the sink. Mm. And then BJ can respond and say, yes, that's absolutely what I'm saying. Mm. When you're discoursing on Facebook, when you're discoursing on Twitter, when you're discoursing and engaging this global world in this chat room, in these comment sections, people... You don't get clarity that you need unless mm. you intentionally say, hey, I need some clarity That's on good. things. When you're talking individually to somebody, when you're talking to a crowd, when you're talking to a group, if you don't seek clarity and speak back what you've heard or what you think you've heard and just run with assumptions or whatever the case may be, there's going to be a, a disconnect when it comes to communication. So you have to have the type of communication where you're hearing what someone is saying, 
You're hearing them so that you can repeat back to them what they've said, not mm. so that you can have a witty comment or, or cut them down or have something to say. No, you're listening with the intent of repeating what's mm-hmm. being said so that you understand what's being said. And the second thing is you can't have a porch mentality in a global world. Good. What I mean by porch mentality Good. is you have to know what's going on outside of your world besides what's what you can see from your front porch. Good. What you have to do is be learned. What you have to do is read. What you have to do is educate yourself. And I don't mean a Google search. Sometimes <laughs> you might have to go to the library, right? You might have to get a historical document that talks about what has happened in this place, in this environment, holistically, uh, historically. You may have to talk to some people that have lived through the things, that have that have some 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 credibility when it comes to certain things. You just can't go by. The internet is full of fake news, bro. It's full. The internet is full of made Overwhelming. Of, overwhelming, right? Of things that exist to throw you mm. off the scent. And if you're not intentional about expanding your, your worldview so that you aren't ignorant about things, but then even when you read, read some more and talk some more and understand some more and not have so many definitive stances on things that you just read about. You just read about it. That you just haven't experienced. You just that you don't it. have game on. Yeah. Sit down, be humble, relax a little bit. Yeah. That's good, man. It's all you, about you snapping. You snapping I mean, right I'm, now. Yeah, man. You know, game recognized game, man. Iron Sharp right Iron, man. Yeah. So listen, today we're having a conversation. We're talking about engaging ignorance. Yeah. On the offset, you might think it's like, how do you argue better? How do you win an argument? How do you shut somebody down? Yeah. But first, it's about learning that you don't know everything. Yeah. That you need to hear people from what they are actually saying. You need to understand that, hey, this world is bigger than my front porch, my back porch. What mama told me, there's a lot of stuff going on. You need to actually understand that it's a global world. And the more that we sit back and let CNN, Fox, MSNBC, some talking heads guide us into what's real or not, the further we fall victim to our own ignorance and, mm. and the calamity that is like social media. Yeah. Um, we need to have real conversations with real people. We need to watch documentaries. We need to read books. We need to read history books. We need to examine the people that are making the books and making sure it's not full of propaganda. And they had a thing in Texas a couple years ago, wrapping up where they were going to take out uh, slavery from the history books <laughs> and say that it was indentured servitude, yeah. that slaves that were brought in chains in the bottom of ships came to America for in search of a better life, not mm-hmm. in slave ships, right? You got you to gotta, you gotta know what you know what you know. Yeah. The thing is, it takes work. Yeah. And if you're a lazy person and you're not willing to put in the work, put in the time, have real dialogues with people, yeah. it's not going to work out for you. Yeah, it's not going to work. So if you're lazy, you're not going to work. Yeah. Yeah. Man, well, I appreciate you engaging on mm-hmm. ignorance. You are mm-hmm. a really sharp dude. Our job is really to help you become a better you. So that we can become a better us. Yeah, make sure you go to Facebook and like Build a Better Us. Also, you can go to BBU Socials on Instagram, and you can follow me at BJ116. You can follow me at C John Roar, S-E-E-J-O-N-R-O-A-R. Absolutely. You can put an H and John on who you're going to find. That's right. Yeah. I, I, we don't know who you're going to find. And if you'd like some life coaching, one-to-one life coaching, hit us up. Um, everything is 100% confidential. Mm-hmm. Initial consultation is free, mm-hmm. and we would love to walk with you. Come on, let us help you. Thanks for listening. Thank you for tuning in to the Build a Better Us podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever podcasts are played. You too can become a part of the BBU Nation today by continuing these discussions on social media. Be sure to go like our Facebook page, follow us on Twitter at Build a Better Us, and on Instagram at BBU Social. 
To keep up with other exciting events and resources, visit our website at buildabetterus.com. On behalf of the entire BBU team, we'll see you next time on the Build a Better Us podcast.